Since this war's broken out three and a half long months ago, the Parsha has meant something completely different to me. What was the message for me today? We know the word Taras from the word Hora'a, the word lesson. So the world hates us, everyone's screaming at us. Two state solutions, there's pressure from America, pressure from the Biden administration, pressure from the left-wing government in Israel. Is there a two-state solution? What does the future look like? It seems as though there is so much anxiety as what's going to happen the day after. Do the Palestinians get a land? What can Bibi Netanyahu do? Are the hostages going to be freed? Is the deal with Qatar going to happen? What's the future of UNRWA? And we get so caught up in all the pain and all the politics. And then Parshas Yisrael comes along. And Parshas Yisrael is the heart of the Jewish story. It's the day in which, it's the Parsha in which Hashem made us a people. Hashem separated us, gave us a godly soul, took physicality and made it meaningful. Gave us a book of ethics. It's the Parsha in which we became a Jewish people. But yet, the opening of this Parsha discusses Yisrael. This week's Parsha is called Yisrael. The father-in-law of Moshe comes along and he's heard rumors. What are the rumors that he's heard, Rashi says? He either heard the horrible anti-Semitic attacks of Amalek. Yes, B'nai Amalek. Yes, ICJ, yes, South Africa. The modern day Amaleks and the Amaleks of 2448 bear many similarities. And that is their unique and sole desire to exterminate the Jewish people. And so Yisrael hears. And just like Elon Musk and all the great righteous Gentiles of the world, they're curious. What is this deep hatred that they have against the Jewish people? Why do they have this insane, irrational hate? Why are the Jewish people so popular? Why are they front page of the newspaper? Why is them leaving Egypt the topic of conversation? And so Yisrael is interested. So he comes to meet the Jewish people and he sees that his son-in-law, Moshe, is bogged down. There are so many problems that he is personally having to judge every single day. So Yisra tells Masha, you can't do this on your own. This is too much. You need to start appointing leaders, leaders of a thousands, leaders of a hundreds and leaders of tens, which basically led up to 131 leaders. Basically, amongst the th- every thousand Israelites, there is one leader. Every tens, hundreds, 10 heads of 100, 20 heads of 50, and 100 heads of 10, which leads to about 131 leaders, which creates some sort of leadership system, sort of like a parliament, in which Israel, the Jewish people, were able to discuss their different issues with people at lower ranks and if they were able unable to answer the questions they were able to con- they were able to consult with people of higher ranks and thus Masharabena was only wasn't bogged down and basically only dealt with the most difficult of cases so we have this story with Masharabena being told by a Midianite his father-in-law how to govern and rule over Israel over the Jewish people. 
And then we juxtapose this episode with the Jewish people getting the Torah, with the Jewish people having Hashem, the God of the world, giving them an instruction, telling them, revealing himself for the first time, the first and only time in Jewish history to the Jewish people and saying, I'm the Lord, your God. I'm the one that took you out of Egypt. It's interesting because there's so many beautiful explanations on why the first Pasuk of the, tar- of the Ten Commandments is Hashem taking us out of Egypt. Right now, it's so abundantly clear. Hashem, you better take us out of this. You're the only solution right now. It seems like there's no solution. So the first time, I think I really understand why Hashem reveals himself to us as the guy that takes us out of Egypt. Hashem, you better take us out of this mess. There's no one else taking us out of it. It seems like there's no solution. So we need your help over here. Anyways, the Jewish people are getting the Torah. And there's a whole bunch of rules and regulations that come with it. They both seem like regulatory episodes. One with Yisrael, which is telling us about holes in which we need to set up a judicial system in, for the Jewish people. And the episode with us getting the Torah, which is also talking about all the rules and regulations of how to be moral and ethic people. What's the difference between the two? The first episode where Yisrael, a non-Jew, is coming after hearing about all the anti-Semitism, giving us advice on how to be a Jewish, be Jewish people. It's interesting advice and it's good advice. And all the nations of the world now have their own advice. And some of that advice can be helpful. And some of this advice cannot be helpful. But the advice at the end of the day stays in 2448. Today, in Judaism, in 2024, we are not taking Yisra's advice, a Midianite priest who had a lot of interesting insights, as well as all the non-Jewish people of the world that have all their interesting insights. But those insights stay in a moment in time. What happened when Hashem gave us the Torah? When Hashem gave us the Torah, it wasn't interesting suggestions to how to live a good moral life that stayed in that one moment in time. It is a moment in time that stays forever. It's advice to how to live a moral life that lives on forever. Not to kill, not to steal, not to be jealous, not to kidnap human beings. All these laws that Hashem gave us transcend time. It teaches us to be moral people in all contexts, no matter what. The only thing that lasts forever is the Torah, because morality by the human mind is completely subjective. There are so many things that our world has deemed as normal in different episodes in time. And I find it fascinating. Like in 1936, the Nuremberg race laws were rational to people. It made sense, not to five people, to millions of Germans, that Jews' race was inferior. And they brought all kinds of scientific proof to prove it. You can prove anything. Any crazy person can bring any proof. And any sense of moral compass can be okay at any point in time. Judaism 
differs because Judaism is not conforming to certain standards of belief in certain moments of time. Hashem's not rational. Hashem's coming and telling us, hey, Jewish people, I am the Lord of your God and I'm going to take you out of Egypt. From the house of slaves. I'm going to take you out of the slave mentality, the perception that you have been engulfed with for all these past 210 years, the perceptions that you're not good enough, that you need to listen to what the nations of the world have to tell you. And I'm not trying to diminish everyone's advice to what the Jewish people have to do. And you know what? It's comforting. Sometimes I can't sleep. I think, what if Israel gets a left-wing government and they decide to give the Palestinians a state and the Palestinians create a state and Israel's nine miles wide and then bombs start falling from Judah and Samaria and the Jews that all the Jews that live in Judah and Samaria are kicked out of their homes yeah I could go down that path and yeah it's miserable and then I won't be able to sleep so I'll think what is going to happen if a left-wing government or America stops providing bombs and stops providing weapons for Israel. What's going to happen? What happens if the Trump administration, we can go on this forever. But we have to remember that there are two points in this week's Parsha. And the difference is one is divine and one is not divine. Yisrael had his advice and his advice was helpful, but his advice doesn't live forever. When Hashem gives us the Torah, it's not just some interesting, nice ideas that we should incorporate into our lives and our lives will be a little bit more interesting. It's not. It's messages that live forever. The Jewish people live forever. The things that Hashem tell us live forever. And thus, when we open up this week's parasha, we have to remember I will get you out of this mess. How will you get out of this mess? The only solution is God. Ron Adelis in 1988 comes to visit the real Bava Chereba. Who is Ron Adelis? He runs one of the peace organizations in Israel called Shalom Achshav, Peace Now which basically is one of these left-wing organizations that believe that Israel is the hindrance to peace. The fact that we don't give the Palestinians a state is a reason why they continue to oppress us and is the reason why we're in this mess in the first place. If we gave the Palestinians a state or alternatively what they really want for us to ship ourselves out, there'll be an end to anti-Semitism. And the Rebbe said, and he said, and he asked the Rebbe, do you still think that we can't give back Israel for peace? And the rabbi says to him that whoever decides that they are going to give back Israel is stealing land from the Jewish people. It's not your personal land to give away. It's a land of the collective Jewish people. You have to have consensus from every single Jew that ever lived because Hashem gave us that covenant. Hashem promised us the land. So do you want the land? You have to ask permission from every single person on this planet. And Ron, Ron asks him, but won't there be peace if we give back land? And they'll stop hating us and they'll stop trying to kill us and anti-Semitism will end. And the rabbi said, I'm from Russia. And in Russia, there were pogroms against the Jewish people. And it was, there was no state of Israel. They'll always find a reason to hate us. So instead of trying to figure out a way for them to stop hate us, stopping to hate us, let's just start protecting ourselves. Let's stand up for ourselves and 
be strong Jews. If we are strong, resilient Jewish people, then what they have to say is completely irrelevant. Instead of worrying about them, let's worry about ourselves. And when he leaves, the rabbi says, stop spending so much time trying to figure out how to give away our land. And I think the message is very clear. And I've watched this video many times and I post it on my Instagram and it's on Gem, so on YouTube. So I very much recommend that you watch the clip because I sort of paraphrased it. But the truth is that the Jewish people cannot give away. We don't give away our land. And we have to remember that everyone's suggestions, even if they come from a good place, we can't be anxious about them. Because the only thing that matters is that we are a transcendent people. Hashem gave us a soul. Hashem gave us this ability to live forever. Our morals transcend time. And our unity, as one people, Start from this week's parsha. It can never be tainted. It can never be broken. We can never be fragmented. And we can never be destroyed. And that's the power of being Jewish. And because of that, there's nothing to worry about. Because Hashem is the one that took us out of Mitzrayim. And very soon, Hashem will take us out of this terrible galot. Very, very soon. Wishing you a beautiful Shabbos.